This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report, our weekly Brazilian operations update. Brazil's soybean planting pace is continuing to push forward at roughly 5% complete over the weekend. It is only 1% behind the five-year average, and so there's plenty of time for farmers there to catch up and even surpass the average. Paraná is leading the way with nearly 20% planted in near-perfect conditions. Historically, Brazil plants 90% of its soybean crop in the month of October, Farmers in the Mato Grosso are ready to begin planting, and the only thing holding them back is confirmation that the rainy season has arrived. The answer to that depends a little on which weather model you look at. While both the GFS and the European model lean drier, the European model shows a slightly better outlook, with a higher probability of rainfall in the north than it does the GFS. As time goes on, the likelihood of catching a spotty rain or two increases, but by no means is it guaranteed. Nonetheless, farmers appear willing to roll the dice and go ahead and plant. Soybean seeds are tremendously resilient. In our experience, there's not much damage to beans if left in hot soils for up to 10 days. But beyond that, stand loss increases as germination will be negatively impacted. That is why planting in September is risky. Bear in mind, Mato Grosso is unlike the Midwest planting season and that is extremely hot and dry, rather than unusually cool and wet as it is in the U.S., Eventually, the seeds are just baked into the ground if rainfall does not arrive quickly enough. One consulting agronomist we spoke to in the Mato Grosso believes there are already some soybeans that will have to be replanted. This agronomist is advising producers to proceed with caution until more rain is confirmed. As covered in a previous report, Brazil's corn production is widely expected to be down next season as market prices are underwater and the expectation is that producers will cut acres. Farmers in Mato Grosso still have time to change their planting intentions to second crop corn. They likely won't finalize those decisions until December, January. The one thing that the weather models do agree on is continued rain for southern Brazil, but near complete absence of rain in Argentina. Southern Brazil has had too much rain where soybean and first crop corn planting could be delayed. Their first crop corn continues to go in under ideal conditions with more than enough rainfall, but at the same time, volumes of 2 to 5 inches rains slow its progress. Nonetheless, over half of first crop corn has already been seeded and will likely reach close to two-thirds this week. Producers in Argentina must be pulling their hair out as there appears to be an invisible wall along their border with southern Brazil where rainfall just can't cross. El Nino was supposed to bring them increased precipitation, but so far it is just not happening. Argentine wheat yields are dropping and corn planting conditions are too dry, yet again forcing farmers there to delay seeding. Brazil's USDA equivalent released their third quarter coffee crop estimate, confirming a rebound in production from the previous two years. Total coffee production is expected to reach 54.36 million bags at 132 pounds each. That's up 6.7% from last season. Much of this has to do with a rebound in yield following frost, which damaged the coffee crop in 2021 and 2022. Coffee prices have been sliding lower, as most analysts were expecting an increase in production. The recent heat, however, is some wondering if it will have an impact on coffee production for next season. Like most crops, coffee trees are sensitive to intense heat, especially during the flowering stage. An estimated 70% of Brazil's coffee production is non-irrigated and therefore is exposed to such hot temperatures. 
Rain is needed soon, otherwise yield damage will take place. Starbucks is reportedly very concerned about the impact of climate change on its coffee supply. A lot of coffee is grown in places where the average temperature is rising. As part of Brazil's ongoing fulfillment to reducing their carbon footprint, carbon reduction targets were set to be reduced by 18% by the year 2030. One of the tools to do this was the decarbonization credit. One credit is equal to one ton of CO2 that is avoided. Interestingly, companies may adopt the traditional barter system in Brazil to exchange these credits. It is commonplace for input companies to supply farmers in exchange for a pre-negotiated amount of soybeans. There are even instances where vehicle manufacturers barter a new pickup in exchange for soybeans. In the place of soybeans, input companies may now accept carbon credits in exchange for their inputs. BASF, the German chemical company, will apply this type of barter system by accepting carbon credits from a biodiesel production company. In exchange, BASF will supply inputs used by the company. It is reported the first time that raw material like this has been bartered in exchange for carbon credits. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.